0: Welcome to Make It Count, living a legacy life where we invest in what matters, God and people. I'm Sue Donaldson, speaker, author, and creator of WelcomeHeart.com, where you can learn to know and show the heart of God, and that's what counts. Thank you for joining me. Good morning. Today we're talking about sheltering. I googled shelter in place. In California here, we are commanded right now, ordered to shelter in place. It says here to shelter in place means to find a safe location indoors and staying there until you're given an all-clear or told to evacuate. You may be asked to shelter in place because of an active shooter or a tornado or a chemical hazard. That kind of makes me more scared than I need to be, I think. I like this definition better. Shelter in place means to stay at home. Now, I'm very happy that my man in plaid decided to build out the front of the house a good 12 feet 13 years ago, so I have a bigger shelter in place. Maybe your shelter is a little too small for you right now. We're going to be talking a little bit about that today. Because of this uh, virus and the scare and the fear uh, and jobs, My oldest daughter, Bonnie, has come home. I'm so glad she's here. She came home last week because she has had to work out of her home anyway. So I said, well, you might as well come home from San Francisco. So she got out right in time. And she came home last Sunday, and it's been a great delight. She has to work um, on her computer doing meetings all the time, but there's lots of downtime as well where we can chat or she can do grocery shopping for me, and it's it's been fun. She also brought some very um, nice cookbooks, the kind that I probably would never buy. And uh, we've combed through them, and we've picked out some recipes, and we've tried out some great new recipes. My youngest daughter came home because it's her spring break, but now I think her spring break is for the rest of the school year, and she's doing school online. The middle daughter can't come home because she waited too long, and she has a job that would not necessarily... Be there if she left for that long of a time. So she's up at Hume Lake and we had a nice chat today. Now it's kind of been interesting for me. I'm almost 68 and so I'm part of the older generation that they keep talking about. Watch out for those elderly. And last week I was kind of uh, speaking lightly of it, but I know a lot of people are afraid. The fun thing that's happened uh, here and here for me is that the girls are kind of yelling at me, even if I go out the front door. At one point, I did have a doctor's appointment that was already prearranged just for a checkup. And so I had to go to the pharmacy to pick up prescriptions. So in the meantime, I snuck over to the grocery store next door and I bought some fresh vegetables because it's just easier. I'm thinking, I know exactly where everything is. I'll just run in and run out and no one will be the wiser. Except later, Bonnie said, so mom, where'd you get this garlic? as if she knew I had snuck around the parameters. And that was before shelter in place was in. I just want you to know, but my kids were sheltering me in place even before the governor was, which is kind of a sweet thing, if not annoying. Uh, The second day I just went out front in the front yard to pick some rosemary and I got this shout, mom, where are you going? I said, I'm picking rosemary. I'm feeling cared about even as I'm being yelled at. I think it's time to remind our children that anytime we were angry with them, maybe even yelling at them when they were young, it had more to do with love than with anger. We set boundaries out of love, just like God does. God sets these boundaries. Don't marry a non-believer. Don't have sex outside of marriage marry someone of your own gender, don't sue a fellow believer, don't hit back, don't put other gods in front of me, don't hold a grudge. These are boundaries and they are for our good and they were set up out of love, given out of his great love for us. So, When my girls say, Mom, you're not going anywhere, don't even joke about it. I will acquiesce, and I will thank them for their great love for their old mother and their old dad, Mark. In case you're wondering, he is a a medical doctor, and yes, he is going to work. And I'm grateful he has a stable job, though he is mostly seeing patients through telemedicine. He works at the VA, and the VA is way ahead of the times they've been doing telemedicine for a long time. Mark has been a great promoter of it. It saves money. uh, It's easier on the patients, especially the older clientele, and now they have to do it. So he's only seen a very few patients in person this week, and I'm grateful. Uh, There is an old hymn that I woke up to this morning in my mind, and it's, It's so old that it's the kind of thing we never sing anymore. It's called Shelter in the Time of Storm. And I thought, wow, that is so appropriate. It's kind of out of the old school hymnology, not the classic. But as in most old school hymnology, the truth is there. And it can be so comforting. I'm wondering what other kind of comfort you are finding in this time of uncertainty. And let's, as believers, call it a time of uncertainty, though I imagine some call it a time of fear. The reason we believers don't need to call it a time of fear, even though I still get anxious, is because we are certain of God. Fear not is not a standalone phrase in Scripture. It's never fear not and then you close the Bible and you hear nothing more about it. It's not fear not and then go pull up uh, your own strength. No, it's fear not because of who God is and who we are. He is our rock, as that old hymn says, and we are his children. Whenever the angels appeared, they started off their conversation with fear not. And I can kind of see why. Fear not. You have an angel standing in front of you. Yes, I would fear. I read in Jesus Calling this week. This was from March 19th. Here's another reason. Well, actually, I'm going to say that in just a minute, but I have a new online friend, Julie, and she wrote a beautiful Instagram, which I'm going to share with you. And it has to do with knowing who God is and knowing who we are. This is what she wrote. You can find her on Instagram on this one tiny life. I think her husband is a traveling nurse and they are just traveling from state to state with their little family. So that's interesting. That's a real small shelter space. But this is what she wrote. Even when we can't see him moving, God is there in our waiting. Isn't that beautiful? He is always working behind the foggy cloud of our circumstances. You are not alone. You may be alone today in your little shelter, but you're not alone. I'm praying for renewed strength for us both today. I'm praying we can wait well, resting in the truth that he is always, always moving, even in the stillness. I'm going to put that in show notes. It's such a beautiful truth. When we know that God is ever present and always with us, we can rest and wait well. I like it that most of our troubles would be solved or at least a little bit mitigated if we would have an accurate view of God and an accurate view of ourselves. Next time you feel anxious, list three main attributes of God just off the top of your head, or if it makes you feel better, write them down. Here are three I thought of. God is good. God is all powerful. And God is never changing. That's just three. Here are three about me. I am forgiven. I'm his child. And I am a new creation. May not look like it all the time, but I'm working on it. And God is working his character in me. Whatever you list right now, who God is and who you are will help you fear not and shelter well. One thing about sheltering is that you may be rubbing shoulders and hips and hearts and minds too long and too much. Alongside those that you deeply love, but who can be annoying or irritating. (laughs) This is a time for offering grace and pausing before speaking. Now, here's the Jesus Calling I wanted to read to you. And I did underline it. I read today in another book. Oh my goodness, I've been doing a lot of reading. I bet you have too. Where a book is meant to be underlined and written in the margins. And I've been doing that my whole life. But here's one I... Underlined this week, March 19th, Jesus Calling by Sarah Young. Holiness is letting me live through you. Since I dwell in you, now this is Jesus talking, you are fully equipped to be holy. There we go. We have no excuse. Here it is. Pause before responding to people or situations. Giving my spirit space to act through you. Hasty words and actions leave no room for me. There we go. We need to pause before responding to people or situations. So I'm praying that I will hit the pause button before responding. Since we're being forced to be together, the Lord gave me some dinner time table ideas that we started this week to make things more meaningful and fun. The people under our roof are diverse, different ages, different cultures, we have two high school students from China who live with us, and definitely different personality types. So I tried to cover all the bases. I announced at dinner that every night a different person will get a turn to choose one of three things, and they will be the leader for that dinner. They can choose to read one or two paragraphs of a book that they like, or they can introduce a game to play after dinner, or they can show one or two or three funny memes. (laughs) My husband doesn't like to read out loud and he doesn't like to play games, but he loves Twitter. And we laughed hysterically about the memes that he is always showing us. And now he has an avenue at which to do it. We even put some on Apple TV. When it was my turn, I read an excerpt from Jesus Calling. Bonnie and Mary are learning a new game, wait for it. She got this for Christmas. She had never played it. They decided to learn it last night. The name of the game is Pandemic. It should be a fine time. We are trying to shelter well here. Trying to push the pause button before reacting, before responding. Trying to share grace and show love And fear not because of who God is and because we are his children. Thanks for joining me. Until next time, think about your legacy, the one God has called you to live, all for heaven's sake. I would love to speak at your next Christian Women's event. See my keynotes and retreat series as well as the show notes from today's broadcast at WelcomeHeart.com. Thanks for coming. You're always welcome here.